Jesus has overcome, and he is working on my behalf to overcome for me and for my children. And I know he will help me to find the solutions that I need. So that, for me, is one of my big just foundational pieces of accepting and just finding peace and thriving in the struggles. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently able children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips you've spent hours researching, you realize that they do not work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley, and in this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers. Our focus is going to be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your family's health, your home, and in your time. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that is sustainable and that does not add to overwhelm, and who also has seen amazing breakthrough by switching to a more natural lifestyle, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. So today I want to talk about finding God's peace in your motherhood whenever your life did not turn out how you expected it to. So this is relating specifically to when we are parenting children who have extra needs, extra challenges, maybe they're neurodiverse and we don't quite understand, like we can't relate to how their brain operates. It's a beautiful thing, but we can't relate to it. So what do we do whenever, you know, we, we hoped and we planned to get pregnant like me, it took me five years and I just had this idea of what motherhood was going to look like, you know, hanging out with friends, play dates, all these things. And then that's not actually what happened. So I think a lot of it is really how do we come to terms with the fact and really come to not only to terms with it, but actually thrive and rejoice in the fact that our life and our motherhood and our just our whole family unit does not look like what we expected it to be. That can also come into the, so for instance, if you're having a child who cannot communicate with you, that can, that can bring up a lot of grief. And so how do we bring that to the Lord and allow him to replace that with joy? How do we allow him to replace that with peace? How do we allow him to replace that with the ability to accept and to find the beautiful things? So Jesus says in John 16, that in him, we can have peace. In this world, we're going to have struggles, which we all know. We, we see that. We live that every day. But he says he has overcome the world. So something that helps me so much, it's actually something that I do. I do like a brain priming. So I will record myself saying things and I'll play them back to myself morning and night to help to create new neural pathways in my mind. So one of the things that I say on my recording to myself every day is that I am an overcomer in Jesus. And I say, my children, I name them by names, are overcomers in Jesus. And you know what that does for me is it helps me to realize these things, these challenges, they are just a stepping stone for us to move forward, for the glory of God to be shown, for us to be able to find new ways to overcome, for us to be able to say, hey, we're really struggling with this, 
but I know there's a solution that can help us out there. And so I'm going to take the time to pray on it and ask the Lord to show me what does he want me to do to be able to overcome because he wants us to overcome. Now, does that mean that we're all, you know, every problem's going to be fixed and everything's going to be great? No, it doesn't. That's where the trust and the faith in Jesus to say, even if this doesn't go how I thought it would, I know you're still good and I know you still want to do good for me. I know you're still moving. I know you're still working. We have to trust in his plan. But saying to ourselves every day, I am an overcomer. My children are overcomers. That helps to take me out of the victim mentality of, hey, these things are happening to me and I feel so out of control and I have no idea what to do. And that that victim mentality will often keep us frozen and stuck. And so it's so important for me that I say, no, I don't receive that victim mentality. I say, no, thank you. Jesus has overcome and he is working on my behalf to overcome for me and for my children. And I know he will help me to find the solutions that I need. So that for me is one of my big, just foundational pieces of accepting and just finding peace and thriving in the struggles. Second Thessalonians also says that the Lord of peace gives us peace. So If we are struggling with a lack of peace, it may be that we need to stop and pray and ask the Lord to give us peace. You know, maybe there's some repenting we need to do. Maybe it's for a a bad attitude. Maybe it's for unforgiveness. Maybe it's for resentment. Whatever the thing may be, like, you know that that's between you and God. But then once we've repented and we've turned back to him, we can say, or it could even be the repentance of living in fear or living in overwhelm instead of trusting in him. There's just so many different things, but we can stop and we can say, okay, Lord, I know that you are with me and you say you will give me peace. So I choose to receive your peace in this situation. And I ask you to open my eyes and broaden my horizons so that I can see you moving in this situation. And that's the beautiful thing is he wants to give us peace. He is ready to give us peace. He's just waiting for us to accept it. So, you know, taking a look and saying, am I receiving the Lord's peace or am I stuck in this rut, this negative thinking? I've been there so many times I've been there. And so I have really had to say, okay, Lord, I see that I am stuck in this rut of negative thinking. I see that I'm stuck in this rut of feeling sorry for myself. And I'm going to exchange those for what you offer me which is peace, which is acceptance, which is joy. The fruits of the spirit, those are the things he offers us, love. But we have to choose to walk in those. And so it really is a daily choice of, okay, Lord, what today? Help me today to see what you see. Help me today to find the laughter. Help me today to find the blessing. I love to find things to laugh about, like just random, silly things that probably no one else would think was funny. But it just makes me laugh or like something really funny that my kids do. It's super precious, super sweet. And that just brightens the whole mood of the entire day. So I challenge you to also try to find at least one thing to just make you laugh hysterically every single day. Or look at the funny things your kids do. You know, sometimes I just love like the way my children, some of my kids, their brains just operate different. And, you know, they don't think like me. So one of them is very strategic and and very like pattern based. And I just love to see the different things that they do, um, like building stuff. And there's just so many little things that we can find throughout the day to find joy and laughter in. And so it's just really setting out to say, okay, Lord, how help me 
to look for those things. Today, I choose to look for the fun. I look for the laughter. I look for the joy. And I think the other important thing is actually to grieve the life that you thought that you would have. So I think just stuffing down our emotions and trying to put on this face of joy is not healthy. We do need to grieve the different things that we maybe thought were going to happen that didn't, like the play dates that we thought were going to happen that aren't happening, the conversations we thought we were going to have with our children that at this point, they're not happening right now. It's okay to feel grief about those. And I think it's so important to not only feel the grief, like I have, I, even this last week, I've had some grief about stuff come up for me. And it's so funny because it will hit you randomly. Maybe like you realize your children are interacting with another child and you realize how delayed they are, that maybe you don't necessarily think about it every day, or you really wanted to see them running and and another child was participating in in some kind of outdoor activity. And it really made you feel grief of what your child can't do. And those things come up, you know, unexpectedly. And so I think just taking the time for me, I'm obviously not a therapist. I'm just sharing what I do. But taking the time to name it and say, wow, I'm really feeling grief about this. And to own the fact that I feel grief. And there's no shame in it. It's okay. The reason why I feel grief is because I want the best for my children. I love them. I want them to be able to do all the things in the world. And that's normal because that's a mama's heart. So I think it's just taking the time to say, I feel this grief. And then I also think it's super important for me to talk through with someone else. And to for it the grief to have a witness to say, hey, so-and-so, can I talk this through with you? A lot of times it's my husband. Sometimes it's some friends. I'll just say, can I talk this through with you? Like, I'm really feeling just very sad about this. I'm feeling grief about this. And I just want to process it. And just actually, instead of shoving it down, take the time to name it. Then to go to someone, a trusted person, and just process it. And then you can release that and you can move on with, with your day. And continuing to look for these things, these beautiful things in life. And that's the thing is our life does look different, but it's so beautiful. It is so wonderful. There are so many blessings and we can miss those if we are stuck in this rut of like a a very negative mindset or just feeling like we're so overwhelmed that we can't even keep our head up. And I want for you and for myself, for us to be able to to shine the light and the joy of the Lord in our hard circumstances, in our challenges, for him to be able to be seen and known because we show his goodness. The other thing I want to say is just embracing the hope that Jesus is always working. So for me, this has come, I think I mentioned, I love to research. I love to try all the things. I want to take on all the problems and make them my own to fix. And the Lord has really had to show me it's not my job. It's my job to pray and then to follow his leading about what my children need, period. That's very hard for me to do. But the thing that I have found is that whenever I replace that need to be in control, the need to research and the need to fix, and I give those to the Lord, he actually brings me to the right people that my kids need. And so it has actually really brought up this hope in me of like, wow, Lord, you're working on our behalf. And not only that, but whenever you bring me, you bring me to the people I need, then I begin to see change, whether that's change and healing in myself and my mindset, or we're seeing progress with our kids. But because it's ordained by you, it's blessed by you. And that's what I want more of. And that's what gives me hope and joy to say, you know what, Lord, I know you're moving. And while things may not look 
exactly how I thought they would, I see progress. I see hope. So I think if we can really live from that place of hope, of hoping, Lord, I believe you're going to move on my behalf, while also accepting it may not look like what I thought it would, but that doesn't mean you're not moving. And that doesn't mean you're not working. And I am excited to see you moving. And with that, I think the biggest thing is just asking him for direction. So there's nothing wrong with researching. Obviously, you know, doing our research, making sure we're making wise decisions, that's, that's great. But when we're researching to the point or like trying to consume information or try all the things because we feel like it's on us to fix it, which is where I was, that for me, that's not healthy. Um, and that's where I really had to get to the point of saying, okay, Lord, I'm going to stop thinking I know better than you, and I'm going to ask you to show me. So that actually took a lot of the pressure off of me as well. And of course, when we're not feeling as stressed and overwhelmed, we're more likely to have those feelings of joy, of peace, of things like that. So really, it's just all connected together. Just to give a little bit of a recap, I would say the first thing to do would be making sure you're creating some kind of statement for yourself about how you and your children, not just you, yourself, your children, your family, how you are overcomers and conquerors through the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would be making sure you're saying that back to yourself every day. I love to do like voice recording on my phone. I have several other things that I say as well. And I play it back to myself morning and night because it actually helps to retrain um, your subconscious mind. So that's why I do that. But that would be the first thing I would do. So then I would say for step two, you're going to want to make sure you are choosing to receive the peace that he wants to give you and that we are saying, okay, Lord, I'm going to repent of these things that are holding me back from peace and I'm choosing to walk in your peace regardless of my situation. I'm choosing to trust you. I'm choosing to put my foundation down as you, your goodness, and that will give me peace. The third thing I would say is grieving. Make sure you're making space for those emotions, that you're actually taking the time to grieve. And don't feel shame that if you grieve once and then a few weeks later, that feeling comes up again. It's okay. It's totally normal. Just own that. Make space for it. Name it. And then share it with someone else, a safe person. Pray about it as well. Do both of those things. I think that can be so healing and so helpful. And then I would say for step four, we're going to embrace with joy, the life we have. Look for the laughter. Look for the the fun in life. Look for the funny little quirks that your children do that just light you up with peace and laughter and joy and focus on those things while at the same time also praying and asking the Lord for direction about what he wants you to do to help your children, to help your home, to help your marriage, all of these things, and then waiting for him to give an answer instead of walking out what you think you should do Actually pray and then watch him move. And whatever he tells you to do, that's where you go. So those are just kind of my basic things for sorting through all these emotions and just these different feelings that come up for us as we realize, hey, life does not look the same as what I thought it was going to. And how do we work through this? Obviously, I also recommend if you're able and you feel that you need, talking to a Christian counselor is amazing. That can be so helpful. I have spoken with counselors before, just kind of talking through that, that the feelings that come up just naturally along this journey. So, you know, if you feel like you need additional help, by all means, reach out to someone. Find a good Christian counselor. They don't have to have a child with extra needs, but if they do, that's a great bonus. But regardless, finding someone that is a safe person for you to talk these feelings through while also praying through it with the Lord. I think that can be so beneficial. So I hope this episode was helpful for you and I will see you back next time.
Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share it with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can head over to our free Facebook community, Special Kind of Motherhood, to connect with me and other like-minded mamas. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.